time. It is November 20th, and this is episode number eight. Already on to number eight of Unnecessary Line Change. We're down one guy. We have a Zach is on IR this week. He's unfortunately, he did not travel with the team. In fact, he traveled away from the team to California. He's doing something in sunny California, and we're all jealous of him. But no, today we got me, we got Christy, and we got Sean up in Toronto. And uh, we're going to talk about some hockey. And uh, we got a lot to cover because we did not record last week. Ran into some issues there and decided to push it off. And here we are, and there's been a lot of stuff to go go over. Um, but before we do that, how's everyone doing today? Sean, how are you doing up there? I'm doing well, thanks. It's it's getting cold up here. It's supposed to be like negative 20 tomorrow night. I don't know if you guys are going to experience the same thing, but I'm not super excited and you're And it. you're talking in the... South, the units South that actually make yeah. sense, not the uh, American dumb yeah, units. Yeah, I have okay. no clue what it would be in Fahrenheit. Maybe also still around zero, but I could be totally wrong. It's cold here. It's already snowed once all the snow melted, but we had some flurries today. But who knows? Maybe I'll be able to do some outdoor skating this would year. That'd be nice. Would you be able to flood your backyard or no? I think I should do that. Yeah, I think, if I think you should too. we flattened it out. We possibly could. So, can always just use part of the driveway. Uh, is it no. flat? Yeah, it's perfectly flat, and we only need one half of it. It's not perfectly flat. Flat enough. But mm-hmm. it sounds like we know what we're doing. We don't even go through the front door. Yeah, but I use the driveway to park my car. Yeah, you only need one half of the driveway for the car. The other half can be like a little nice skate up and down, shoot some pucks. And then we'll have the UPS guy or USPS guy who goes to all of our packages no, yeah. sue us for slipping and falling. You can just curl them up. You fun. just put a little sign and say like, hey, aim for the door. And he does like like a little slide, little release. And it's, you guys have like a door uh, video camera or something you can catch this on? Well, we can even do what they do at the NHL games. We'll get on the little red carpet, we'll roll it out. And then that's their way to get onto the Yeah, then they feel the like front a celebrity. Of the house. Yeah, yeah, just roll it out for them. They'll, be, they'll love it. All but. right, I'm just going to go now and protect my driveway. See you later. <laughs> Probably for the best. Yeah, so one thing we have to cover, because we, we covered this live as it happened. It was breaking. The the <laughs> the Malkin ejected for a high hit on TJ Oshie, which is the most bizarre thing I may have ever seen happen in hockey because at first glance i'm like yeah that's he's got to be suspended kick him out of the game and they made the right call and then after the podcast was done because we didn't get the the courtesy of replays because we were doing the podcast we all watched it together and the more we watched it the more we went um what (laughs) yeah what just happened? Pretty much exactly. Was this the hit where you two were arguing about blood or not? Like, I, I distinctly remember an argument where Christy was like, yeah, there's, he's bleeding. I can't remember if it was blood. And you're like, no, it's a no, different it replay. Wasn't, it, I don't remember. It if wasn't is, about blood, okay. but we, Mark and I were arguing and I used the, the example of the Malkin hit during the argument because we were arguing on fines and whether or not the $10,000 fine that what's his face got two weeks ago, right actually before the Malkin hit, whether that was going to be sufficient and whether that would change a player to, you know, change the way that they act and change the way that they hit. And then I brought up, well, we just saw Malkin hit TJ Oshie. You know, what would you say on that when it's Malkin, which, you know, Mark was like, eh, no, it's the same. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter who it is. Okay, fine. Great. Just want to make sure, <laughs> clear that up, that you're not going to be biased on Malkin. Yeah, so he did not face any supplemental discipline for the hit on Capitals TJ Oshie. But he was but kicked out of the game, right? He was. Yes. He he was ga- given a... Well, game misconduct. Is it a game misconduct? What, what is it where they... I guess they have a hearing automatically. Is that a game misconduct? So I guess I don't. He must have had that, but they probably looked at him and were like, "Yeah, never mind." Well, yeah, we did. Well, I did that basically. Or I remember hearing everyone's reaction because I think you guys were watching the game live and I wasn't. And mm-hmm. 
I think you on first glance and maybe Zach and Chris, I think everyone was basically like, yep, get out of the game. You can't do that. And then seeing it slowed down from a different angle, it's basically like, um, Oshi, like how did Malkin's shoulder taste? That seemed like it was kind of your fault. Um, and having, so I got an argument with my brother about this and what was the, we were comparing it to the Tom Wilson hit from preseason the one that he got 20 games for. And mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, it's basically the same thing as the Tom Wilson hit. And I don't want to go into it again. Cause we had like an hour long argument about this <laughs> was actually saying, I can't even remember what his argument was. He said that it was still Malkin's fault. And I think that's insane because he's literally just bracing for a hit. And if you look yeah. at the, like if you look at the angle of skates, so Malkin's heading down ice and mm-hmm. his trajectory never changes. And Oshi's the one who's cutting across. And it looks like initially he might be trying to hit Malkin. And then Malkin drops the puck to Crosby. And that Crosby then becomes TJ Oshi's guy to cover. And I think the defenseman is going to continue to cover Malkin as he skates in. So I assume as that drop pass happens, Oshi sees it. And it looks like he tries to cut behind Malkin. And his one of his skate edges catches and he can't turn the way he wants to. And it leads to him just kind of like blindsiding himself on Malkin. But if you look at Malkin, he doesn't raise his elbow. He raises his body up a little, but I think it's literally only to brace for what he assumes is going to be a hit. Like, I don't even think we'd be having this discussion if it was Tom Wilson, who is who is in Oshie's place instead, because everyone would have just assumed that Tom's going for the hit. And 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 if it ended poorly for Tom, then that's kind of his fault. You know what I mean? So uh, this is it's just a yeah. silly, silly. This thing. is one of those ones where I almost wish Toronto could call. I don't even know where they're applying at, but be like, hey, uh, glad you guys kind of are looking out and giving penalties. But this is one where maybe Malkin doesn't even get two minutes because he really didn't do anything wrong. So anyway, no. Uh <laughs> This, this, I, I don't understand what Oshi was doing. He like literally ran into him yeah. head first. Like no other part of his body touches Gino first. It's literally his head. Like his visor runs into his, yeah. it's, his shoulder. Uh, I, I literally have, oh, until man. you see the alternate angle, like behind and to the leftish, I want to say is where you really see it. And just look at their skates. I think that's one of the really telling kind of signs you can look at as to whether who's hitting who and, and if it's clean or not so mm-hmm. yeah he's not even looking at Oshi really like he sees him in his peripheral vision and he's like going okay I need to make this pass off to Crosby because he doesn't know what's about to happen to him he could get he like he's eligible to be checked yeah, there for sure. so he's bracing himself for that and then all of a sudden Oshi comes in and kisses him on the shoulder and then it just flies back it's like I don't know, it's just, it's bizarre. But we had to cover that because sure. I initially said, oh, that's a suspension. This is this and that. And then we watched it afterwards and I went, I was completely wrong. Yeah. What, what are we watching? So I love hockey so much because it's just little moments like these just make me, make me smile. And it was definitely in uh, Washington because I'm watching it right now and there's just a sea of red right. in the sands. Right, 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 right. So, but... I don't know. Any other thoughts on that before we move on beyond that? I don't. Well, my only other question would be, does Malkin have a history of bad hits? I don't even know. Yeah, he's got a few that were questionable. He's got a temper. Right. He plays on the edge. He's definitely when he's uh, it's one of those things where he's either going to light it up or he's just going to. He's gonna be angry, Malkin, and uh, <laughs> take penalties and, and yeah. As of late, it's uh. Hey, not, but Phil has also good. been a little bit of angry. Phil, oh. he's been a lot scrappier lately. He's been hitting more. I feel like he gets he, like that yeah. when the when you guys are losing though, right? Which is, but he. I mean, he dropped the gloves the other night. I saw that actually. He, that was hilarious. It was great. And then last night he got into a scrap with somebody from a, after a hit. Well, it wasn't even really a hit. He he had a breakaway shot missed, unfortunately. And then he was going to cut around to the right 
And whoever the defender was, I don't remember who it was, basically pushed him into the yeah, boards he, when he didn't have to. And he did not like that. Yeah, he didn't, didn't get to all. spin out. And yeah, so he got in another scrap. It, it's been great. I like seeing Scrappy Phil. Scrappy Phil makes me happy. Yeah. <laughs> Just like Angry Malka makes me happy, even though it's never a good thing for the pens, it still makes me happy to see. Yeah. Before we go into the Penguins, we we got to just at least cover the Tom Wilson suspension being reduced by to Ooh. 14 games by, I, I don't know, reduced to 14 games. So six games less. He got 20 games. 14 games was, he served more than that. Yeah, he served 16 games, but, but it went through for, multiple. For, yeah. Right? yeah, three gave him roughly 378000 in lost salary. And it was a six-week appeal process. So I think that's just, it's stupid. Honestly, the fact that you can appeal something after it's already gone through, like, not that I like Bettman by any means, but Bettman had already said, no, you're going to stick, you know, you've you've appealed it, we're going to keep you with the 20 games, you know. He, he got that. And then he gets to go to another arbitrator and you know, appeal it some more. So I don't know. I actually really like Matt Cullen who, you know, most people can't say stuff, but Matt Cullen knows that he's at the end of his career. He was supposed to be out two years ago and is, you know, still playing obviously, but you know, he's quoted as saying, I don't think it look, it's a good look for our league for our game to need to go to appeals. You'd like the headlines to be about the play on the ice and the players, not the other stuff going on outside of the game. I think that most guys probably don't love that, that it got reduced in that manner as far as going to appeal after appeal. Like, that's just well said in this sucks. It shouldn't be like this. And hopefully the next time, you know, the collective bargaining agreement is up, which I think is 21-22 season, that they might try and change something. That would be a nice thing to try and do. Can't wait for the next lockout, guys. Get to experience this one with you. Yay. Because yeah. it's going to happen. Lockout season wasn't fun. I'll tell you that much. Oh. Yeah, and this is one of those things, like, I, I obviously, I I have a bias against Tom Wilson because he broke one of my players' jaws and took him out of the remainder of the playoffs. And think he's a dirty player that unfortunately has a lot of skill but we'll see if he actually cleans up his act i haven't watched him play at all since he's been back but he got a goal in his first I, game back he got a goal yeah, in his first Ew. game back he uh okay so i watched a couple interviews with him i think toronto media probably covered this more than uh than the u.s media i would assume but probably uh, i saw some interviews i can't remember because he was I can't remember if it was a practice before the game or after the game. I think it was a practice before the game. Anyway, um, people asked him point blank, like, are you going to do anything to change your behavior? Like, was there talks from the club, from Dops? Like, what's what's the deal kind of thing? And I think he, he, someone from the club being like the Washington Capitals has gone to him and said, like, we can't continue to pay you if you're going to be out for 20 games a season because you've made a dumb decision. Um, mm-hmm. And the reason I say that is because it seems like when he was talking, it was like kind of a, a team thing that was brought up to him. And again, totally makes sense. I think I might have brought it up as well that that's one of the main punishments for a good player is not that you're losing financial compensation, but that you're not able to play for your team and win games. And as much as you guys hate it, he's a good player, right? Like he. Yeah, yeah he is a good yeah. player. He just makes stupid decisions well, that can physically hurt yeah somebody. and i agree with that 100 i'm not saying he doesn't i think it's a bit of a symptom of he was very big very early in his career and he played i think in the junior i can't even i don't want to misspeak but he was drafted and then played like drafted by the caps and then played in their on their farm team for a while and mm-hmm. i think he was a bit of a fighter and i think before that, he'd been more of a skilled player, so I wouldn't be surprised if he kind of developed some bad habits over those couple of years before he was brought up. Um, and when he was brought up, I'm pretty sure he was brought up as like a third-line grinder, right? So you're, the mentality there is kind of play on the edge, get your team going by being physical, and then when he gets bumped up to first line, playing more minutes in a bit of a different environment with Ovi, then 
I think maybe his decision-making processes just needs to be fine-tuned a little bit more. Um, I'm not saying I agree with any of the questionable hits he's made or that he's going to change, but one can always hope that uh, a skilled player like that realizes the mistakes they've made and, and makes progressive changes. So um like yeah like i mean as a fan i like watching hits it's part of hockey like that's the way it's always been it's the way it's always going to be you know it's hits are great to watch it it makes the game what it is because it can't all be about skill skill is great but just watching an entire skill game would actually be really boring after a while because you get to the point where it's like which exists and they're fun in in a certain way but i definitely don't think they're as great as yeah and they're not as great for the fans. Yeah. You know, yeah. it, it's not something that you want to watch for a full 60 minutes. But the difference being, you know, I want to watch hits. I don't want to watch crappy hits. I don't want to watch hits to the head. I don't want to watch somebody pushing somebody into the corner of the boards and watching their head snap back. Like, mm-hmm. that's not what I enjoy. I enjoy, you know, good, clean hits yeah Yeah. well and And... sorry i don't know if you guys saw it it was uh brad marchand on the boston bruins (sighs) he's in front of the net and i can't remember what goalie is in net but he's the player with the puck is behind his own net and marchand's in front kind of waiting to smoke him out and he he with the blade of his stick gives the goalie like the smallest of love taps and I'm, i'm like being totally fair not sarcastic he literally like touches him with the stick and the goalie mm-hmm. makes a, a motion kind of thing and sells it, and and Marchand gets a penalty, and then goes in the box and puts the, the towel on his stick, which admittedly is pretty funny, and waves the white flag, and then gets I think he gets a game misconduct for that or ten minutes or something I can't remember. <laughs> so there's another player that's, that's highly skilled, um, but makes the worst decisions and has for so long and probably will continue to, and I think this is the right approach where you just watch them play under a microscope, where the refs know that you've got a player who's always going to play on the edge and you allow them to play up to the edge and then that's it. So when they do stupid things, even if they're incredibly small and another player might do them and get and and get away with it, these players don't anymore just because of the frequency of their mistakes. So maybe Tom Wilson is just under a microscope all the time. And again, we discussed it when he got the suspension, but if he gets another one, how many games is it, right? Like hopefully yeah. lots. Yeah, and you're- 50? You've roughed games before, too. You know that all it takes, it doesn't matter if it's beer league or if it's NHL level, all it takes is players to just push it a little bit more. And if you give them an inch, next oh, thing you know, it. they're going to be running a mile. Yeah. And it's it'll just get heated, and then the game gets out of hand. And next thing you know, there's a line brawl. It's like, it, it doesn't take much. It's a fast-paced, full-contact sport full with dudes who all they do is they work out and train and they're probably just pumped full of adrenaline and testosterone and it just it's easy to see how things get out of hand and emotion just takes over and i mean tom wilson's a big boy it doesn't take much for him to just plow through someone i mean we have a few players like that alexiak has obliterated players before and he's barely even tried to check them and like they just go flying because he's six six two hundred and I don't even know how many pounds. It's at least 250. Yeah, he's a big boy. And, uh, like, <laughs> he just barely runs into these guys, and, like, they just go flying, and you're like, that's technically a clean hit, but the dude's so much bigger than him. Yeah, it's like I'm always thing. afraid for the other players when Alexia hits them. And there's yeah. a, I mean, there's a couple players in the league that are the same way, that, like, oh, yeah. I'm always just concerned for those other players just because they're getting pummeled unnecessarily yeah i mean if it's a clean check i mean if you're eligible to be checked you're going to get checked in this league that's that's part of it especially with how fast things are getting like if you can take a player out of the play for a little bit and he has to get up that gives him a few seconds well it gives the other team a few seconds on the other one because now they're it's a four on five and you know how quickly this game goes it's like you give someone one or two strides and they can take off much less a few seconds. So yep. I don't know. It is what it is, but I would, I don't know how I completely feel on this because part of it is they should have the option to go through what he did to get stuff reduced if they don't feel like it's appropriate because it's affecting their pay. And I don't know about how I feel an employer basically saying, all right, I'm taking away 
this much of your job and you have nothing you can do about it. There has to be some kind of middle ground, but the record for the person who did this is terrible. And I think that's a common thing with department of player safety. Like the people they have running it just, I don't know. Well, I feel a like third party arbitrator. So it's not somebody with the NHL and it's not somebody with the department of player safety for the appeals process. Yeah. But I think this arbitrator has a really bad record of just, reducing stuff well and that's that's fine i do think there needs to be a limit on it you know it's it it seems like they have and i don't know because i haven't truly looked into it but it seems like there were multiple appeals with him Mm -hmm. where just because you don't get the answer that you want doesn't mean you should be able to go through if you go through you know department of player safety says one thing Batman or whoever the commissioner is at the time, you know, uh, either approves it or not. You get one last chance with a third party arbitrator. That should be it. Like that's general unions. When I used to work for the union, that's the way it was. Like I go to the employer, they say one thing. I go to, you know, somebody else, they say one thing. I go to a third party arbitrator, that arbitrator, that's it. Said, done, nothing else. Yeah. It is what it is. We'll see what happens. We'll see how things change this season. Um, there's been a lot of players hurt this season, though. I feel like players are... Maybe it's just because I'm becoming more and more aware of other players in the league, not just my team, and maybe like one or two other teams that I kind of follow. Especially with the whole the fantasy hockey thing, that kind of forces you to pay attention to players, and then they get hurt, and it feels like everyone on my team has been getting hurt, but... I don't. I just don't want to see people get hurt for no reason. People get hurt. It's part of the game. Sometimes you lose an edge. You fly into the boards. Like your skate gets stuck. Apparently, some player. I don't remember who it was. I didn't watch the video, but he like either broke his ankle or some part of his leg. And all the comments were like, "Do not watch this." And if you are going to watch it, don't watch it with sound because it's silent in there except for the dude screaming and like. And that's a video I'm not going to watch because I don't want to see that. That's the direct opposite. <laughs> and yeah, so I don't even want to follow up on that anymore because I just, it's not good. Schultz's injury didn't even look that bad other than you're like, your leg's not supposed to twist that way. And that gave me like the chills. So yeah, I would prefer not to watch hockey with injuries if all possible. So Let's move on to a fun subject for Sean, not a fun subject for us. But you know what? We have to acknowledge it because the Penguins right now are awful. Yeah. What's what's going on there? I just It's going to be story time for me because I've only caught like bits and pieces of games. And I don't even, this might sound rude, but I don't think you guys have had very many highlights recently. So you no. haven't even really been on like... <laughs> highlights? What are yeah, those? I haven't seen like sick goals from anyone on TSN. So care to explain what's actually... Oh, no, that was Smith Pelly getting scored on. I don't remember the highlight, but I do remember his name. Wait, is that your backup? No, who's your backup? No, Dismith. Thank you. That's who I'm thinking. Who's Smith Pelly? Isn't he on? He's a defenseman, Thank you. Yeah, I think. You're correct. Isn't he on the I'm the dummy. Anyway, I saw someone getting yeah, a goal on, on your backup, and that's the yeah. only thing I've seen in the news, so... Yeah. I don't know what is going on with this team. The, the, is Crosby We got Murray... And to Smith, yeah, Crosby's currently okay, out. That's a problem. He, that's yeah, I mean, that's, that's an issue, but the the started before Crosby went out though. Yeah, Crosby and he's missed two games, I think, so far. Three. Three? Okay. Um they're one seven and two in their last ten games. They're currently eighth in the Metropolitan Division, and I'm pretty sure they're 29th, if they not are lower. Still currently 29th, tied with New Jersey. Yeah, so 29 out of 31 teams, and two years ago they won the cup. So, yeah, L.A. and Chicago are gone. You can come sit with us on the couch if you want, bud. Hey, actually, Chicago is 20th in the league right now. 21 points there, 8, 8, and 5. Yeah, but they're, they're dynasty phase, even though arguably whether or not like it's a the dynasty. Blues. The Blues are 30th. Kings are the 31st in yeah. the league. But they're just not a powerhouse like they used to be. Not Penguins, unless they can turn the ship around, no one's going to look at them like a powerhouse like they used to before, where it's like, up, oh, we're playing the Penguins, we got to prepare. Now they're just another team. You don't want to sell them short, but whatever. 
And it doesn't make sense because the offense, Phil, Geno, Crosby, Hornquist, they're scoring. They're putting up points. I think Gensel is behind them too. He's doing okay, but everyone below that, like their bottom six for scoring is just non-existent. Sprong finally did something the last game. Like Sprong, He still didn't score. It doesn't matter. He's at least doing something. He's taking some shots. Sprong is one of those players. I don't know if there's one of these on the Leafs for you guys, Sean, but like he was one of those draft picks. I think he was a number one or number two pick, something like that, and Every once in a while he comes up and he, he'll just absolutely destroy kids when he's not playing at the NHL level, when he plays in the minor leagues. But he comes up here and he just, it's like he forgot how to play hockey. I don't know. Yeah, and he has a really totally good shot, game. but like, yeah, he, he'll get hat tricks and this and that, but he comes here and he just, he is just invisible. He was the lowest producing forward on the Penguins. So I'm not just making this stuff up. He has the worst stats out of anyone on the team for forwards he's finally becoming noticeable but even like matt Cullen, we resigned him he's injured right now too who knows if he even will come back and play he that might be his last game he ever played he could put, potentially just retire depending on how much he's hurt uh rust he's got his speed he's not scoring though he's getting close Haglin got traded which we'll go over later because he can't seem to bury anything it's like the penguins just they can't score enough you can't rely on your three superstars and like a few others the defense seems to be either hot or cold i mean turn away turnovers are just like expected at this point and the goalies both of them i feel like they're getting left out to dry but at the same time there's times when they need to make scores or scores they need to make saves and they're just not. And you swap one out, you put the other one in, and it's like, okay, Murray sucks. DeSmith is going to do it. And then he gets a shutout, and then another game, can't finish. So so if you want to know just an interesting little tidbit, even though the Pens are 29th in the league, in their goals, they're 14th in the league. Their the goal o- differential is not even that terrible. because minus two, yeah. But-, but that was the Canada road trip. Canada road trip Penguins from this early, like they were awesome. I was so excited. I'm like, the Penguins are good. And then they got back from this road trip, and then they're like, I don't know what hockey is anymore. Yeah. Just in general, it they they suck. I mean, they're just not doing well. The Atlantic and the Central are just kicking butt this year. Pacific and the Metro are looking about the same. And Metro they're not looks do- awful. They're, yeah, they're not doing as well as the Atlantic and the Central. Like, it's just... It's interesting, and coming up on Thanksgiving, Pens are not in playoff position whatsoever. So, more than likely, at this point, they're not going to be in the playoffs this year. The top, well, one other thing, too, that I'd just like to point out, even though I've only been watching the Penguins for the last, like, three and a half years, four years, whatever, who cares at this point? They currently hold the record for the team with the most consecutive playoff appearances that's gonna end so if they don't make the playoffs okay (laughs) we we had a good run guys you can't complain that much they've won three cups in 10 years they've won five cups in 25 years i think it's okay if the penguins start to suck a little bit because you have had a good run how many teams out there haven't even won a cup you've won five in 25 years in a lifetime I think it's okay. Yeah, the Sharks haven't won a cup in there over their 25 years. I think they're at 27 years now. Yeah. So Sad. Columbus, New York Islanders, and the New York Rangers are the top three teams in the Metro right now, too. The Capitals, who just won a Stanley Cup, are fourth in the Metro. Uh, Caps have 23 points. Don't know what you're looking at, um, dude. Did this, need, did this not refresh them? Like, I don't know what you're looking at, Caps. Wait, 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 Caps hold on. Third in the metro. Nope, nope. I had to refresh. This was from when we were going to record yesterday, and that didn't See, happen. See, that's failing. Whatever, they're third. You suck. Behind the New York Rangers, though. This is the team that's in the middle of a rebuild that shouldn't be second in the metro. They shouldn't be ahead of 
Well, technically, if the Caps at least go into overtime next game, they'll be tied with them, but still. I don't know what's going on. The Atlantic, though, Toronto's in first place. You got 30 points. Heck you got yeah, 21 dude. games played, 15, 6, and 0. You guys have not lost in overtime yet. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing you have gone to overtime, though, right? Uh, I think so. At least, uh, mm, <laughs> I think at least once, have you guys but I'm, I'm not 100% You haven't sure lost in overtime. No, no, no. I feel like we've also gone to shootouts, maybe? No, you you are not listed as having had a shootout yet. Oh, okay. Hmm. I know nothing. Yeah. Take How dare care. you? Uh, even the Ottawa Senators have more points than the Penguins yeah, right now. Granted, they have two well. games in hand. Yeah, like the the Detroit Red Wings have more points than the Penguins oh, do no. right now. <laughs> that's a that's a. Mark starting his rant voice. So I don't know, man. It's it's fine. It is what it is. I'm still enjoying watching the games. I get get frustrated, but at the same time, I'm a little too rational, I guess, where I'm just like, whatever. It is what it is. We'll we'll see what happens. As long as Phil is wearing black and gold, I'm not going to cry. Although if you went over to the Sharks and helped them win a cup, I mean, I'd be fine with that, too. Because then you'd move back to California. Yeah, I just follow Phil. <laughs> I want to follow Phil wherever he goes. And if he moves to California, it's like God has said, Mark, it's time for you, son, to move back. Phil has moved. I need you to move back to California. And then I'd go, okay. We are not following Phil to anywhere he goes. Unless it's California. Anyway. <sighs> just let him go to the new Seattle team. That'll be fine. Maybe. I'd be okay with that. I don't know. Speaking of the Caps winning the Stanley Cup, <laughs> did you see how this dude, he traveled to uh, Antarctica <laughs> to remind Penguins that the Capitals won the Stanley Cup? Yeah, this might be one of my favorite fan things I've seen in a while, just because it's kind of original and also so excessive. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty, pretty it's funny. Pretty awesome. Like, wouldn't you, why wouldn't you just go to Alaska instead of Antarctica? I mean, I, he had to have had some other reason to go there. I'd hope but so. That's just funny. It's <laughs> one of those things, right? You just got to laugh. It was wonderful. Uh, Austin Matthews and Sidney Crosby. We talked about Crosby. He was hurt. Austin Matthews has been hurt for way too long now. Mm-hmm. But they're both back on the ice, and I'm pretty sure both are wearing contact jerseys now. Uh, Crosby was doing line rushes with the team but did not play. Matthews was playing out there with contact on. I don't know anything else other than that. Do you have any other inside information on your boy Matthews over there? No, I think this is pretty much par for the course. Like he was traveling with the team when they went on their road trip. And uh, I think this timeline's right in around what they estimated based off of the injury and how he recovered last year. So I'd say just on track. And realistically, there's no rush to bring him back because we're not losing. Um, So. Initially, I was worried when Nylander was gone, losing Matthews was kind of a bigger deal, but everyone's really stepped up, and uh, we're still doing incredibly well, so I have no issues if Matthews is well-rested and very healthy by the time he gets back, if we keep winning. So, um, what was Crosby was out with just an upper body injury, right? Yeah, we don't really know what caused it. I thought it was potentially a play where he went into the boards after a goal. He says that's not the case, so who knows? It's especially Sullivan. I don't know how it is with other coaches, but I'm pretty sure they all do this where they just say upper body, yep. lower body, and then unless it helps, like with Zach Ashton Reese with the him breaking his jaw, and they do not announce the injury. But like in his case, they're like, he has a broken jaw. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Didn't even hide it because they knew they wanted uh, – Department of Player Safety to well, and even know that with, too. Uh, and Schultz going out, they said he fractured his leg. Yeah, like you know, when you're going to be depends. out that long term, they'll usually release it. But yeah, no idea. Hopefully he comes back. Hopefully Penguins wake up and they can win a game, and I can be happy again. <laughs> and hopefully Matthews comes back because I love watching that dude. Yeah, toe drag into some kind of weird 
off angle shot and you're like how did he do that yeah he is so filthy most of the time so don't get me wrong i'm excited for him to come back i'm just happy everyone stepped up in his absence yep so i mean toronto's doing good they've done a lot better than the pens have done yeah it's almost like (laughs) i am not a complete idiot and i kind of knew what i was talking about when i said they're becoming the next penguins team but hey what do i know nothing obviously nothing they have better center depth right now than we do. Their forwards are doing a lot better than ours are. Their defense, I don't know how they're doing, but can't be doing any worse than ours. And They're okay. Freddie, Freddie has a freaking assist in a game. Yeah, his assist was also Lays a beautiful saucer. Yeah. And oh. who did that go to? Was it Marner? Marner is so good. Oh, and man. And he absolutely rips it far down. Oh, yeah, you know. Time to go watch Marner highlights for the next hour before I go play hockey. God, that was incredible. Yeah. Jari, who is the the used to be one of the backups for the Penguins, but he's playing in the the farm team now, the Baby Pens. He got a goal the other day. So the goalies apparently are like, you know what? We want to get points too. Yeah, I think that highlight coincided. Martin Brodeur, I think, is being uh, inducted into the Hockey Hall of Fame this year with somebody St. Louis and someone else. And I think it was right around that time when he, because I think Martin Brodeur has three goals in the NHL, which I think right. I think is the most by a goaltender. But uh, I love seeing that because you see them like line it up and then just absolutely launch a giant saucer down the ice. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know how hard that is too, because I've never actually, I don't think I've actually held on to a goalie stick, much less tried to take a shot with one. But it, yeah, because of how you like you, your one hand is gloved and then like the blocker hand is normal. But then you also have a yeah. weird stick. It's just, it's a totally, I, I know goalies who can handle the puck pretty well. And, uh, and, but even just shooting from, like, you'll see it. I don't know if you guys have like games in between intermissions at Penguins games. I'm assuming you do, but there's always like the mm-hmm. shoot from half ice or, yeah, shoot from center ice to get it into, um, like some little hole in the net and yeah, the you little win, slot. like, however much money. And it's amazing how many people just outright miss the net from center ice you know what i mean so double that length arguably and uh and then give them a bunch of challenges being like weird gloves and a goalie stick and they still score so yeah yeah well they had the all-star game last it was the last time or the time before that where they had the dumb thing where they had goalies trying to shoot across the ice i don't remember that and it was (laughs) it was you probably blocked it out because it was a terrible segment but i don't remember what goalie it was but mike smith it it was the Arizona. Was it okay. goalie? It was either Arizona or Colorado. I don't remember, but he basically saved the show because he managed to make it in, and everyone cheered. But if he would have missed that, everyone would have been right pissed because it was a waste of time. No one wants to watch that. It's just there's not enough. It's so hard. <laughs> yeah, it's uh. Well, there even like there was a all-star game where there were players doing something that was super challenging and they were missing. And you're kind of like, okay, like we get it. You designed something that's even difficult for them to do. Yeah. So I don't know. It's, I love watching goalies just become part of the play though. They, they rush up to catch a puck and then try to get it back into the play. So while the, the other team's trying to change and then all of a sudden it's a, two on one or something and the, the team's just rushing in it's it's exciting to watch goalies do that oh, yeah. it was totally right it was the coyotes mike smith well there you go <sighs> you get extra points i'm just proud of myself right now i had to check and make sure because i'm like ah, i'm not positive goaltenders are not one that i have memorized that's for yeah. sure well and he got moved to the flames for 2017-18 season okay. so that's why and he went back again i don't remember somebody else couldn't go or something so he actually went a second year in a row but yeah anyways sorry i had to share that moment of happiness the uh the old sends uber driver that guy apparently says that it has brought great shame upon his family for releasing the video really you brought shame for releasing a viral video about hockey players talking shit about the other players their management and coaching staff what did you freaking expect Come he wanted on a paycheck now, dude he wanted a paycheck apparently no one was wanting to buy his video too 
What was that, Sean? Did he get paid for it at all? I don't even, I didn't hear about it. No. No, right. I don't know if he did or not, but. He at least didn't buy any newspapers or buy the hockey clubs, anything like that. If he got paid, it might have been like from YouTube views or. Right. I doubt it. Yeah, I highly doubt it. Disappointing if he made any financial money. Financial money. That's a good sentence. Any financial gains off of that because kind of a scumbag move. Yeah, so I just wanted to recap that really quick. So that guy can't drive Uber or Lyft anymore, too. They both kicked him off. So I don't know if that was his main gig or just some extra money on the weekends or what, but he won't be driving you around and he won't be releasing you talking trash about your wife. I promise. And apparently he destroyed the other tape and isn't going to show it to anybody. Wait, what's the other tape? Or so he says. He has tape from when they like were basically getting into the van, so... There was still more conversation even before oh, the see. part that was released. Yeah. Whatever. Speaking of being released, <laughs> we are up to four NHL coaches, which have been relieved of their duties. Uh, Christy, since we don't have it in the dock, what, what are the four teams? Got the Kings, the Blackhawks, the Blues, and just today, the Edmonton Oilers. They replaced their head coach with Ken Hitchcock. Yeah. Are you familiar with Ken, Sean? Yeah, he's, I wouldn't call him a stapler on the league, but like I can, I can, I know enough highlights of him behind the bench that, uh, that I, I like, I know his face, I know his name. I don't know his yeah. reputation as like what kind of coach he is. Like, I don't know if he's like torts or like that kind of thing, but, uh, yeah. I, like the initial reaction from, Canadian sports media is this is a great move by the Edmonton Oilers. I don't know if that's ac- like, like I don't know him well enough and his coaching style well enough to agree or disagree with that statement. Yeah, I've I've heard that the Edmonton Oilers are making bad moves because they have one of the fastest, if not the fastest, players in the entire league, and they've signed a bunch of slower players and then signed a coach who plays really defensive and slow. So we'll see what happens there, if that's actually true or not, because sometimes coaches coach a certain way, but then they get signed to another team and the GM or someone goes, this is what we want you to do. And right. then they change it up. Yeah. So they yeah. they have a job. They want to keep their job. They're going to do whatever they need to do to keep their job. So We'll see what happens. I do find it really funny. So the one of the quotes from the Oilers GM, Peter Chiarelli, or however his last name is pronounced, I barely slept on it and started thinking about it in the morning. We traveled, and unfortunately, Todd had to come with us. It was not planned. It would have been nice for me to make that decision earlier. Maybe it was the American Thanksgiving juncture point. Maybe it was the six out of seven losses. It felt like it was time. Like, wow. okay, really? <laughs> it felt like it was time. It it wasn't time beforehand. I don't know. But yeah, Hitchcock's basically said, I know what is wrong, but it's not going to get fixed overnight. I've got to sell them with my best. Players have to buy. I told the players today I can take them to a place personally that they can't get to themselves, but they have to buy into that. It's not going to be comfortable at times, but if we expect to win hockey games, we're not going to do it on talent. We're really going to have to develop an atmosphere where we're 100% locked in playing for each other and not with each other. That's an interesting statement, considering they have maybe one of the most talented players in the league right now. Right? So... Yeah. That's exactly what I'm like. You're saying you're not going to win on talent. Or, or you're not going to win hockey games. We're not going to do it on talent. Like, you have to have talent to win hockey games. You can't win hockey games without talent. And look at the score but sheet and I how just... many times McDavid is part of it when they score. Like, during the beginning of the season, it was like 90%. <laughs> so, I, just, that... I don't understand that statement too much. But, hey. Whatever. You guys I... do what you need to do. But for the love of God, figure it out because I want to see the Oilers make the playoffs and I want to see playoff McDavid. So please figure something out. Yeah, we'll see. They're 9, 10, and 1. Yeah. So it's not like they're doing great in their standings either. We're also only a quarter of the way through the season, so a lot can still happen. There's still a lot of moves that can be made. Trades can be made. Up to the trade deadline, obviously, and like 
that's when I'm really going to start to like kind of look and see what teams are going to make it and which ones aren't because I feel like the trade deadline that's where it's kind of like all right we're locked in this is what we got can't make any more changes here we go and we've seen it before with the Penguins they have a terrible start and they still want a cup twice with bad starts that's kind of their motto and other teams can do the same thing hockey is one of the sports where a puck can go in and you can just have bad luck and you can lose a game by one when you were controlling the ice the entire time or you play like garbage and still find a way to win but after 82 games it should kind of even itself out so we'll see what happens down the road because i feel like the penguins haven't been completely out of all these games at least not in the first few periods but it's just they can't finish and toronto obviously can finish because they're doing really well so yeah i just think we have copious amounts of scoring so yeah well uh, i don't think the penguins are gonna ditch sullivan yet either i don't think there's any way just resigned him no i don't think there's any way that they they get rid of him i I don't think the issue was with him i think he needs to figure out a way to motivate his team and get them to want to win but i don't know they they're in like a weird headspace they just need to get one and then build off of that win and just move on so but one way to also put a fire under your team's ass is to trade one of your players and the penguins did that they traded carl Haglin for pearson what's his first name tanner Tanner. thank you well i didn't want to say another name and be wrong even though i could edit it out but i won't because i'm lazy but carl Haglin, tanner pearson trade um carl Haglin, 34 30-year-old forward. He had three points, one goal and two in, two assists in 16 games this season. He had 31 points, 10 goals, 21 apples in 81 games last season. Did he not play in the last game? Is that why he only had 81 or did he miss one? I can't remember. I think he was injured. Maybe. But he was acquired. The Penguins acquired him in a trade from the Ducks back on January 16th, 2016. And he got two Stanley Cups with Pittsburgh. So you know what? He had a good run with Pittsburgh. I don't think he's too upset with that. And Tanner Pearson had 40 points in 82 games last season, but only had one assist in 17 games with L.A. However, he did score his first goal with the Penguins. And got an assist. And got an assist. But I think he had an assist before that. Was I don't think that was his first time getting a point. But yeah, I finally was able to bury one this year. So I don't know. He looks pretty solid. He's obviously got to learn the system and all that fun stuff. But I'm I'm okay with this trade. Aggie was going to be gone at the end of the year. There's no way they were going to sign him again for four mil. He'd probably want more than that. Although depends on your numbers too. So he goes over to LA. They get a little speed. They can try to figure out things over there. We get Tanner. I'm yeah. surprised I haven't seen with especially with some of the teams that suck right now, like Vegas and like the Pens, <laughs> the Oilers, you know, the the huge number of teams that are not doing well that we expected to do well. I'm surprised we haven't seen more trades so far. Like, are they just waiting to see if there's going to be a spark, but you've lost so many games already. You've lost more games than you've won. I mean, do, are you still going to wait for a spark? I don't know, but yeah, know. well, the other thing too is like the Penguins right now have Crosby, Malkin, and Phil. They also have Hornquest. Like those are the only ones scoring. Do you really want to trade one of those players when they're the only ones that are scoring? No. They're also your superstars. Okay, you well then you with want the, with the ones that suck, and then they're not putting up any points, so they got no value. So then, what are you getting in return? It's like one of those things well, where it's something like this with Haglin and with Pearson. Obviously, both of them are were not doing great. Need a change of scenery. Yep. So you know, trade them up and and see where they go. Um, and actually, I was right that the Buffalo game was Pearson's first points with the Pens. Was it? Yeah, I thought he got a point. Maybe nope. he was close before, because he's gotten pretty close. But I don't know. Nope. One goal, Ugh. one assist, two points with the pins, three points total. Yeah. So I mean, that's most of the things that we wanted to cover. There's a lot of things that happen. 
Apparently, Gritty has a belly button. Oh, like, it's I just d- gross. We just saw this before the game. Apparently, and he also nominated him, himself for like person of the year with time or something like that. I don't even know. I kind of just like to gloss over Gritty because he's weird and gross. And I'm not going to lie. If it wasn't for this podcast, I wouldn't be paying nearly as much attention, though, too, because as much as... Oh, Patrice Bergeron's out f- at least four weeks. Oh, yeah, I saw that, too. Oh, I think I kind of saw that, but I'm looking through what's been going on lately. And, oh, how? Yeah. I wonder if anyone dropped him on the fantasy team yet. I'll just I'll just keep a bunch of players that are all hurt, and they eventually will get better, and then I'll just have a superstar team at the end of the year. <laughs> I think I have three players right now that are injured. Um... But yeah, I think that's, was there anything else that we wanted to discuss? Was there any hot topics, Sean, that you saw? Uh, I don't think so. Saw? I've got a couple that I want to carry over to next week. No, no urgency yeah. on any of them. And uh, All right. Yeah. Cool. Let, let's get into our lovely little predictions and uh, wrap this baby up. So normally when I thought of this, I was like, okay, we can do a Penguins game. We can do a Leafs game and then a random third one. And Christy this time was like, nope. No, we ain't we doing keep, any of that. We keep doing that, and, which is fine. But we also know the, that the Leafs are going to win and that the Pens are going to lose. So I decided since I was putting it together that I wanted to look at other teams and other games yeah but i don't know other teams as well so i don't care i know you don't this is care. how you learn i guess exactly. so exactly at least like with the penguins and the leafs i've watched enough of them to be kind of have an educated well, guess but guess here, you need to start watching some other teams now eh? i guess so so we have rangers at philly and this looks like we have two games on the 23rd and one on the 24th so none of these have happened yet so rangers at Philly, I am up first in the order. I I, I got to take a quick look at the standings. So Rangers Cheater. and Philly are both in the Metro. Philly is currently sixth. The Rangers, again, number two. But there's only a four-point difference. That's still. And Philly's one game behind on the Rangers. So how is it, how are they in second place? Though? I just don't get it. Um, Because the rest of the team suck? Sorry. I'm going to go with the Rangers. Why not? I don't know if I can in good conscience go with Philly anyways, but I'm going to go Rangers over Philly. I have no idea what the score is going to be. I'm going to go four to two rags. So there's my prediction. Sean, you're, you're second on the left. Gonna, what's I'm your, what's your hot one take? With the Rangers winning as well, just because I think Lundqvist is playing really well right now. So low scoring game. Okay. That works for me. Apparently, Philly's goaltending is not super hot right now either. I had their backup on my team, and I dropped him pretty quickly because he was not that great. Uh, Christy, what what are your hot takes? I'm just going to be different. I'm going to go 3-2 Philly. All right, well. Somebody's got to take Philly. No, that's not a thing that has to happen, but. Yeah, well, you can do I like it. to be different. All right, next game, Tampa Bay who they haven't slowed down. They're doing well. They are one point behind Toronto, second place in the Atlantic. Where are they in the league? They've got to be top five. There's no way they're not. Yeah, they're third third place. Nashville, Toronto, Tampa Bay, Buffalo. Let's just not talk about that. Oh, okay? man, they're on a... What's their streak? Six games right now. Six-game winning streak. And then the Jets. That's your top five. But we're not here to talk about top fives. Tampa Bay... At Chicago, Chicago, just for the sake of this, 20th right now in the league. They have 21 points, and Tampa Bay has 29, and they both have 21 games played. So, Sean, you're up first. I'm going to go like 5-2 Lightning on this one. All right, 5-2 Bolts. Christy. I'm gonna go four two hawks. Four two hawks. Okay. I'm 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 underdogs this week. I, I guess so. I just I don't know. I feel like it. The hawks are still fun to watch. That's for sure. Um. In fact, this is probably a game I should watch because it'd be a lot of fun. Uh, oh. They also don't have Vasilevsky. Vasilevsky. I don't know how I ever talked Vassy. in radio with how 
poorly I pronounce things, but he's out. Speaking of players that are on yeah, my team, he that got are out. injured in Pittsburgh at practice. Yeah. The only reason my fantasy team's doing well is my goalies. But I'm going to go with the Hawks just because he's out. And I'm going to go, let's do a four to three game. Hawks. So. Uh, and I forgot to change the order on this one. I'm up first on it. No. Are you? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to go first? No, you can no. Go first. The rules. That's totally nope, fine. That's how the game works. Christy is first. No, no, Christy is first. You are. Sean, if you would like to go first, you can go first. No, this is how it works. We have rules. Without rules, it's chaos. All right, so the last one's Dallas, Colorado Colorado, on the 24th. They are actually, like, next to each other. So Dallas is 24 points, Chicago's 21, or I should say in the Central Division. Both have 21 games played at this point. Well, Colorado's 12th in the league and Dallas is 13th, so they're pretty damn close. Or sorry, I apologize. I was looking at the Hawks in Dallas. Colorado and Dallas are both 24 points. Yeah. My bad. I was looking at the wrong two lines. Um, hmm. I... I'm going to go Dallas. Okay. And I think I'm going to do full 3 1. Okay. Yeah. Do I go second? That's why I chose this one because this one's hard. No, Mark goes okay. next. You go last. Man, they are putting up some points on the Avs. Okay, I'm going to go Avalanche on this one. Um, what was the score for you? I did not write it down. I know you didn't. I did 3-1 Dallas. 3-1 Dallas. I'm going to go with Colorado. What's the score going to be? Let's go crazy. Let's do like a 6-4 to four game. Why not? I have no idea what I'm doing. It could happen. So, Sean, it's finally That's your turn. Wrap it up. close to what I was going to do. I was going to do 5-4 with McKinnon getting a hat trick. Ooh. Only because I just love when he scores goals. But Yeah. Yeah. He's not even the number one. Uh, well, he's the number one goal scorer, but points-wise, he's behind Mantadin, which I'm probably saying that wrong, too. But All right. So... Yeah, then we got our predictions. We'll put those up on unnecessary line change. Ah, I have homework to do. Yep, okay, you have fine. homework. Don't forget. And uh, yeah, that wraps up episode number eight. Unfortunately, we don't have Zach with us, and it's always a bummer. I'd love having him on here because he knows his stats really, really well, and he's got a lot of hockey history. Whereas I'm just an idiot who likes to watch it the last few years and has hot takes that are usually wrong, but. Hopefully uh, next one we have Zach on here and uh, we'll all get back together. We're still trying to figure out what day we want to record these on. It leans towards Mondays, sometimes Tuesdays. Today's Tuesday. But yeah, we just between scheduling conflicts and technical issues. Most last week was all technical issues Yeah, that it just has been. Well, we will figure out and hopefully actually get on a schedule, mm-hmm. a regular schedule to have this recorded and posted but in the meantime it is available on apple Podcasts, on google Podcasts, on stitcher or wherever you like to listen to podcasts like i like podcast addict that's my favorite hey sean where could we find uh ways to communicate with us like if we wanted to go on instagram twitter you're you're asking the wrong dude because okay you don't have that up I don't do you don't have the sheet up at all i was gonna say i'm prepping to go make toast for my hockey game no, that's where my brain's boy. at i have a late 11 30 hockey game already thinking about and, toast yeah i'm i'm straight into toast mode so i'm it's time to get toasted yeah exactly <laughs> it's 
Speaking oh, of toast, Christy's parents are visiting us for Thanksgiving, and we actually have bread in our house for the first time in oh my gosh, I don't know how long. We have so much food and so much food that we don't normally eat, and it's amazing. And I've eaten so much, and we get so fat. It's great. I had six pieces of toast. I think it's really good, especially when you haven't had it oh in a long gosh, time. Mark, white bread with some butter and some nice I know, jam. I bought the Italian for after Thanksgiving turkey sandwiches. Do not eat it all because that's partially my bread. It's not like they were on a toast shortage. It's there's no national no, grain but shortage. I don't want to go. There's to the literally store a store down the street. Uh, I'm going to eat my toast if I want to, because it's delicious. So uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, it is at Unnecessary Line. Instagram is Unnecessary Line Change. Our email is Unnecessary Line Change at gmail.com. The website, Unnecessary Line Change dot com. And uh, thank you guys for listening. This has been episode number eight we thank you for joining us if you have any insights things that you want us to cover for the next one uh you can go to any of those and you can hit us up on that we also have a discord which i have tweeted from the unnecessary line change twitter so you should be able to find that i need to do a pin tweet that has all of our links to it as well maybe we'll work on that and uh thank you guys for listening until next time Go enjoy some hockey.